Today we're going to take, uh, we're going to record part one of a four-part series on uh, legalism and judgment. Um, this first week we're going to do understanding legalism. Um, but first, the first thing we need to do if we're going to understand legalism is we need to first define what legalism is. And uh, the Webster's Dictionary defines legalism as a strict, literal, or excessive conformity to the law or to religious or moral codes. The word was first uh, defined around 1871. So legalism is the dependency on moral law rather than on personal religious faith. I would suggest that re <laughs> I would suggest that legalism shows a lack of faith and that dependency on laws. We see it all the time anymore where some Christians are so insecure with their faith that they feel the need to force their beliefs on others. But was that what Jesus taught us? No. Jesus taught us that faith is more important than works. From James 2.10 in the English Standard Version, for whoever keeps the law but fails in one point has become guilty of it all. This means that if you have no faith, but you maintain the law, then you better not break even one of those laws. James believed that our commitment to love and to serve others is evidence of our faith and that we are served, we are saved, I said served, we are saved through God's gracious gift of mercy, not by keeping the law. Jesus did not come to abolish the laws, but to fulfill them, Matthew 5, 17. And that's wonderful. Some believe that we need to do nothing. Jesus has done it all. But I believe that where we don't necessarily need to do good works are helping those in need, feeding those that are hungry, and being the voice of the oppressed is a sign of our faith in Christ. We are called to be the light that leads others to Christ. But I say that legalism can lead to rigid expectations of others along with a lack of compassion and empathy, which is something that I, I, I would say we're going through right now in America. <clears throat> we have Christians that are so prideful that they are pushing their values and morals on everyone, even those who are not Christian. Even those that are not Christian, why would they follow our laws? They don't believe as we believe. And I don't know. Instead of emphasizing 
the need for humility and grace in our lives. So that should be what we emphasize. We should live humility and graceful lives where we are modest, we are humble, and we do things for other people. Um, that, that pridefulness in itself is a sin. So those that are prideful are in fact breaking their own moral code and the law. How many people have been hurt by the church? And how can someone preach a message of hate and unacceptance in the name of Jesus Christ? This should not be so. But we have far too many zealots that do exactly that. At First Baptist Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Pastor Dylan Oz said in a sermon that every homosexual should be charged and tried, then lined up and shot in the back of the head. Yeah. He said that from behind the pulpit. That statement alone shows us where, where a Christian nationalism type of uh, nation, like if, if we were to go with Christian nationalism and, and enforce our rules on people, it's just going to lead to pain and, and death. Um, now, we don't need the morality police here in America. They got that in Iran. How's that working out? We need to go back to the teachings of Christ and, and follow his path. We need to do our very best not to push others from the church. If anything, we should be standing out in clown costumes and a spinning arrow directing people in. Of course, I'm being hyperbolic when I say that, but that is what Jesus asked of us. Maybe not the clown costume, but that is what he asked of us. Um, he asked us to go out and make disciples of all nations. And in these times, I'm going to take that to mean all people. Because it's so easy to travel anywhere that... I mean, I understand that, you know, we have separate nations, but with the internet and everything bringing people together, we are becoming more closely knit. And, and, and so I'm saying all people. I mean, that's, that's all nations. Um, he did not tell us to only bring those that we agree with or feel comfortable with. So when we go and stand before Jesus on Judgment Day, and he asks us, who did you bring? Who'd you bring? I mean, well, I brought John. Uh, John was already a Christian. Who did you bring? So I think that's the, the mindset we need to get. Um, If you have issues with the LGBTQ plus community, 
then go out and and meet that community. You know, go out and and find out who they are. Build a relationship. You may be surprised at what you learn. And, you know, saying that all... All uh, drag queens are groomers and all this. It's just not factually true. I mean, it's just entertainment. That's been going on since Uncle Milty. Bugs Bunny. There's so many. But now, it's a problem? It just makes no sense. It makes no sense. And... We need to show... That we are not what some think of us. Um, we're not all bigots and hypocrites. It's time we live out what we speak. And we change people's perceptions of Christians. We need to show everyone the grace and mercy that Jesus has shown us. For we have done nothing to deserve this salvation. It was granted to us because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. That's all I have for this week. But next week, be sure to tune in because we're going to speak about the dangers of judgment. I want to first thank, we're not first, I want to end by thanking everybody for listening and all the support that you give me. Until next time, God bless.